you know, I always tell everybody in the recruiting process, like, I'm not, my job's, the, the parent's job is to make sure you get a job, that there's, that college is a means to an end, that you can have a successful life. Like, mm-hmm. that's not my role. Like, right. my, I'm like the fun uncle. Like, yeah, we talk I, that's what I want. I, I don't, I want to be like the fun uncle. Like, so I'm not a dad or a mentor or anything in that sense. I'm like the guy that's like, hey, why don't you try this? Like, hey, go do this. Oh, this sounds pretty cool. Let's do that, you know? And, and kind of pushing those limits of people, I think, is, is the role that we take. This is the New Perspective Podcast with your hosts, Kyle Cable and Nate Clark. In this episode, we talked to head football coach at UWL, Mike Schmidt. Coach Schmidt is a very effective communicator as we really take the back seat in this conversation as he talks a lot about the things he's learned and accumulated over the years. Coach Schmidt not only has a ton of energy and a ton of passion, but he talks about things that he wants to do in his life, but he also implements them as well, which makes him a lot different than most people. Listen as he talks about teaming and what he's done at UWL to change the culture and really bring back UWL football. I just, I, I remember the first time that I met you um, in the stadium yep. box. And, yep. like, instantly, I just felt like I, like, knew who you were. Like, you just had such, like, tremendous, like, energy. And it was, like, so positive and And it, it was amazing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was so contagious. So I was like, I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And I do remember, like, last year, um, at the end of, like, each practice, you'd be like, I don't need you. I need your energy. You'd say that all the time to our team. Um so I guess if you want to just like talk about on how like important you think like bringing energy yeah. is and just like your experience with that. You know, when I first got here and it was like, oh man, Coach Smith, he just got a bunch of energy. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't know that I want people to say that about me, you know, because to me it's like, how are you harnessing that? Are you using that for like the good of the world or is it just for you to, to say like, to say I'm the hardest working guy, I'm the most fired up guy, that kind of stuff. I think that, I, I always think that that's where it kind of goes. And then I think people who have like a deep passion for the people they're around, for the things that they're doing, then that's the shift is saying, okay, um, I have this deep passion about the people I'm with and and what that is. And, and to me, it's like saying, you know, when that energy, uh, I, I say this to you guys all the time too, like, I need your demeanor here. Like, mm-hmm. I need your demeanor to like look like you want to be here. I need your demeanor to look like you're invested in what's happening right now. Not just being present and doing it, but like actually being like really intentional about what you're doing in that moment. And I think that that's what, that's what energy is, is saying, all right, I have all of my focus, my passion, um, and my intention are here right now in the present uh, and not somewhere else. And I, that's just called being genuine. Like if you're, you're genuine, you're genuinely an asshole if you're just a jerk, but if you're genuinely present with people and you, 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 you're, you're there with them, you're giving them your part of your spirit and part of your energy and your focus, like you're there with them. I'm here with you right now. And that's what people want to care about is that that's what people feel is that genuine love of being right here right now when people aren't like that and they have other things to do or they're just living in the past or the future or whatever that is or they just don't care then you don't feel that and that's what i that's what i really think it is is that that thing about actually being here with people not the i'm typing on my computer and i'm not here 
you know, like, like this. I don't want to have my desk facing, I don't want my, like when I first got here, my desk was facing the yeah. wall. And I'm like, wait, are my back's to people coming in? I'm like, nope, I'm not sitting like that. I'm not living like that. Right. Like, it's just not, that's just not it. Nobody wants to feel like that, you know. So I think it's more so about just that presence of, of, of being with people more so than it is like, juiced up energy yeah now i certainly have a passion for what i do and what i care about right so then that that feels contagious and you can see it here like it's hilarious right now our student coaches and people that are within the program right they just show up like it's like habit for them to come here and work Mm -hmm. and they have like finals and class and stuff going on but it's like they just get up and they just gravitate towards what we're doing because they they feel that they they kind of sense that part of it I think that's what I was going to talk about next because not only do you do everything that you just talked about but you surround yourself with people that also have kind of the same stuff within them I just think about guys like Coach Ramsey Coach Janice like you've done a job of bringing those people Mm -hmm. in that are like-minded like you because you you want the program to be in that direction I mean we look out here and we got guys just hanging out playing Fortnite talking hanging out like just doing whatever coaches working all day and I think that that's what's really cool about this you know this program and what you've you know, started, obviously it builds every year. I just think about, because we were, our first year was your first year, mm-hmm. and I just think about year one, and then even three years later where we're at right now, um, it just every year just progressively just keeps getting better yeah. and better, and I just, I think that that's awesome. That's why we wanted to talk to you. Yeah. So. Well, I think, like, you know, with that, I, I just think everybody's so different on our staff. Like, yeah. we we do kind of have these same, these similar type goals, right? But, like, we're all very we're all very different. I mean, I couldn't survive without Coach A and Coach McGlenn. They do so much of the stuff that are not my strength. So it's about finding people who have different strengths, different backgrounds, um, just different people. Mm-hmm. Nobody could be like me all the time. Like, if all of us were like me, that'd be exhausting. <laughs> and and at the same time, like, there's, a, there's another side to that where nobody can be all like other people on our staff. That's just not... That wouldn't be healthy either. We we wouldn't get stuff done, or we wouldn't, or or whatever it might be. Like we all kind of bounce and feed off of each other with that, and that's very systematic. That that's very intentional on my part is finding guys that are like that. I mean, even with with Matt Janice bringing him in, he's very different from me. Um, very very different. But when I was with him at Platteville, I'm like we we just really interacted so well because he has a lot of strengths that I don't have. And I have a lot of strengths that he doesn't have. And so we, we're able to kind of, you know, work through that. And in the same way with all of our offensive coordinators that we've had here, they're very different people for me on and off the field. And those guys can then relate to a different sect of people on our team where I, you know, it's, I, so now I'm coaching on the offensive side, right? Well, Janice is going to be able to connect with guys that I can't on the defensive side. Coach Ramsey is going to be able to connect with people on the defense side that I'm not going to be able to connect with. And you can see that already, yes. even in your guys' position group, that guys are playing better because they don't, they, I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't meet them where they're at. It's, it's that, that we're so different in that. But I think that's kind of the cool thing about our place is saying, you know, kind of come as you are. You, you don't have to fit a mold. You don't have to be a certain way or a certain type. It's saying, we're going to, we're going to meet you where you're at. We are going to appreciate all of your strengths and everything that you guys have and can bring to the table. So it's like saying, um, yeah, I say this to the recruits all the time. Like, you don't, we don't need you to be like us. Like, that's not what we're looking for. There's no like, you have to fit into the culture here. It's saying if you feel like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like, 
Our team is so different. And the guys who have had success on our team are incredibly different kind of people. But it's intentional about saying, okay, how can we tap into each guy to use their strength? And that's really what I see. And I think that's the role of coaching and any sort of leadership is saying, how can I tap into that guy? You know, coaches talk about captains all the time. Well, the role of the captain is holding your team accountable. Where does it say that? Like, that's not that's not necessarily leadership. If that's not somebody's strength, like, that's the coach's job to hold people accountable, not not that's the so teammates. True, yeah. But can the, can the leader on the team, can they tap into the strengths to get guys to want to do stuff? Mm-hmm. Can they tap into to get some of those things rather than saying, I'm going to hold you accountable? And we have this, like, toughness thing about – uh, about what we view leadership as, and I, I just don't think that that's what it is. And that's not going to be my form of leadership. It's going to be about loving guys and finding their strengths to get the most out of them. And so, you know, I think that that's kind of how it all kind of interacts and pieces together, in my opinion, is finding guys that are different that can can kind of reach all parts of it. But that's like what being, you know, intentional about, like, missional stuff is like think about like in a religion or in christianity like i i my degree is in missional christianity there were people in seminary when i went there right that uh that i was working on that they they couldn't reach the football team but at the same time like i as the football coach couldn't reach a lot of people that they were working with Mm -hmm. right and so like if you want something to work like there's got to be this intentional love and passion but from all different kinds of people. And that's, I think, what you're kind of feeling yeah. and sensing around here is mm-hmm. is the desire to kind of get a bunch of different kinds of people and then tap into them. Finding the right mix. That's right. You we don't, we don't and, and I don't even need them to want the same things. Like, I don't need that. Like, if guys want to have a Division One job as a coach here, let's go. Like, I'll use you in, in ways that we can here while you're here, you know, and try to get you better than that. So it, it, I, I just think that that's kind of that feeling with it. I think having sometimes like when you have a different mix of people, people that aren't the same as you, you kind of have some conflict. And a lot of things, a lot of people view conflict as bad. And I, I think it's good. I think conflict can be good because it, it brings discussions and certain scenarios and situations up that a lot of people don't want to talk about or you know experience. And you know we went through it last year. We had you know you had mm-hmm. conflict last year, and I think that you know it was a tough situation but like ultimately i think our program grows because of it mm-hmm. and i think that we all look back and learn from it and we see you know like this is what we can yeah. take from it this is you yeah. know it's just the experience of having that i think players learn from it also yeah and conflict is an interesting thing i mean it, it has to be done in the right ways like yeah. if you if i say um, that this is it's going to be really hunky dory here and things are going to be really happy and <laughs> and great and then you come in here and then i just freaking blast you or i come at you or you know i i create conflict yeah. uh that's not good no because that's just that, uh, that doesn't if you're very intentional like i'm going to be incredibly critical of you some people thrive in that some people don't thrive in that and so like you just and I think that for us, like we've been really upfront with recruiting, with coaches, saying this is what we're about and this is what we're going to stick to. We're about love and positivity and respect and servant leadership and and fun. We're I'm not going to sacrifice fun to be this serious thing. And so, like conflict that comes out of that, I think is great. Like I challenge guys all the time in here about. Okay, where's the guy that when I said I'm not gonna hold you, I'm not gonna make you go to go go to class. 
I'm not going to, I've been very clear about that. I'm not making you do those things. If you don't want to, then I'm not going to make you. And, and you said, okay, coach, but I'm still choosing this because I still want to be a great coach or a great student. Then I say to, you, to them, where is that? Like, that's the challenge on that. So my thing is maybe creating more challenge-based uh, stuff to think at a higher level than just conflict to create conflict. If they're, I think I'm very, uh, uh, we try to have the invisible hand on things, right? So we try to like, I don't, we, how many team building, team bonding things have we ever done here? It's Zero. All, it's all organic. It's like all organic. It's, it's tricked. It's tricking you, right? Yeah. We do community service like that. Boom. We we shovel off the field and all that stuff. Okay, like, did we need to do those things? Maybe, maybe not. We could have just punted on the day and said whatever. Yeah. But it created this thing where it was like we did this really challenging, difficult thing together. And so when we do those things, like, that's team building and team bonding in a very intentional way on my part, but it doesn't seem like it to no. you guys. No. Had I been like, this is team bonding, let's go shovel off the baseball field. <laughs> yeah, no way, I'm out, dude. Like, you guys would, you guys would have had a shit attitude about it the whole time. Yeah. But we did it in this thing like saying, hey, this is what we got to do, this is our duty, this is here. Now we all kind of come together on that. So, you know, creating some of those things uh, is very intentional about it, you know, on, on that. But to just create conflict, to have chaos, um, that works for some people. Uh, not, that's not my style. Uh, that certainly works for some people, but boy, you better be out in front of that. You better let people know that that's what it's like. You better let people know that they have to kind of be on their toes. Otherwise, if they show up here being like, oh, I'm not going to, and you just go at them, like some people don't want that. And that's fine. Like, that's the one thing that we kind of are like, well, he doesn't want me to come at him. He's soft. He doesn't want me to come at him. He doesn't want to get better. He doesn't, he, I go, I go at him. He shuts down. He doesn't want it. Wait, whoa, time out. Like, there, people have so many different walks in their life. There are so many different things that have happened to them to get them here that maybe they just don't respond to that. Mm-hmm. And, and to say that you have to be able to respond to that way of coaching or leadership, then you better let them know that up front. Because if you don't, that's not good for some people. They just can't thrive in that environment. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Like, there's a lot of people that don't want that, that don't have that, that have a lot of success in life, that are great parents, that are great husbands, that are great whatever it is. They don't need that. So, I mean, it's it's. I think it's about communicating that, that sort of being critical or that that kind of conflict and chaos at times that can come with that. You better know. You better have an exit plan out of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's. And people that do that are really good in those things that they do have an exit plan on it. They know what they're doing with that, right? That's not my style. I have an exit plan on the end of being intentional. I want like this story, and then you go, oh, oh, <laughs> yes, like oh, I hate shoveling this baseball field. This sucks. Yeah, but we're doing this together. You know, hey, we're having fun. Oh, but it's miserable. Okay, oh, we're kind of that was kind of cool. That was okay. We kind of came together on that stuff. When I read the energy bus, you yep. gave it to me. Um, you have a bus, and some people will get on and check it out, and some people will exit it. But it's about finding that group of people that belongs on that bus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you have to go through conflict. You have to kind of trial and error kind of thing. And mm-hmm. you find out real quick who belongs on there and who doesn't. But I just, when you're talking well, it. Yeah, and I think, like, the, the key on all of that is having your values. The decisions that you make should be value-driven. So this is what we're about. 
This is what I'm about. And so everything that I'm doing is based out of uh, that mindset, uh, that uh, paradigm. I'm thinking uh, when I make decisions or I make hires or we get people on our team or we cut people from our team, like it fits in the structure of how we've put together our values. It's not about our values aren't about winners. Like I don't have that in there. I don't have starters. I don't have the best players. Like I don't think winning is the, the formula to win is very difficult. You get the best players, you hire the best coaches, you put them in the best situations and you hold them to a high standard. And then the values are how we hold you to a high standard. Uh, the values are how we pick the right coaches. The values are how we pick the best players. So for us, it's saying, you know, here's who we are. Uh, you kind of either like it or you don't. Okay, we're going to go get the best players. We're not going to trick you because we're, we haven't had one player leave our program and go play somewhere else in three years. Uh, no, we haven't lied to guys in recruiting. Like We tell, you, tell guys straight up what's going on with them. So then when they get here, I mean, we have 10 senior D linemen right now. I've never heard of 10 seniors in one position group. That's unbelievable. But when you look at that, it's saying, okay, uh, we've been very upfront with those guys. We've chosen them based on our values. They've, been, they've, st- they've stuck around here because of those values. So when you have your values and your values drive your decisions, that's what we've tried to do is say, okay, we're not going to let like results and this stuff drive it. We're, we're going to say our values are going to drive it. And I mean, that's just, that's what guys feel and walk away. And they're like, that was the best experience of my life. Whether they're coaches, players, whatever it's been. I mean, that's just what the overwhelming response is. We been. hear it every year it's in the fall when you give every yeah. senior a chance to come in and yeah. talk to the team after practices. Yeah. Every senior for the last three years I've been yep. here, you get up there and it's like an emotional speech. The first thing they start off by saying thank you to you, yeah. all the coaches, G-Dub, and then all the players. But, like, I don't think I've ever – I was a part of it when I was in high school at the end of the year where we, seniors kind of got up and talk, and it was cool and all, but after experiencing that and then coming here and hearing these seniors talk, right. it's so much different. Right. And, and I, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's because of head coaches. I think it's just because of the atmosphere that – you know, you've been a part it's of developing, of but it's all of us together. I, I always think that, like, a mission statement is, um, it's what you should feel. Like, how many people memorize their company's mission statement or, like, know it word for word or even know half of the words of it? Can't imagine very many. Not many, I don't think. I, maybe they do. I, I haven't I seen a place so. where it is. I think people are like, well, that's a lot of mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. Like, to me... Our mission statement is about being the premier uh, program in the WIC and, and doing that while building champions in sport and in, in school and in life. So it's saying, okay, we're, we're going to be the premier program in our conference um, and we want we to achieve and sustain the pinnacle of Division Three football while building champions in school and life. 